We met on the gram, became instant BFFs, and we're two girls here to empower women to be self-reliant. Hey, I'm Amy, founder of Alexa Athletica. And I'm Emily, the creator of Stami Tactical. And we are Not, Not Your, Your Average, Average Gun, Gun Girls. Girls. We're calling on our friends, industry insiders, and speaking to people about major moments in their lives. We talk guns, personal safety, share lifestyle tips, and everything in between. So grab your coffee or your vav because you, you can, can sit with, with us. Gun girls. girls. On today's episode, we've got Shawnee James. Shawnee is the founder of Lady Killers Gun Club, a national gun club created by a woman for women. Shawnee is traveling around the country to empower women with the knowledge of gun safety and fundamentals to ensure the safety of themselves and their families. A little bit more about the Lady Killers Gun Club. Shawnee says that the time has come to focus our divine femininity and aim our emotions towards a proper target. This is a club created by a woman for women. And we are living in times when we may be called to the duty of protecting ourselves and our families. She says, the days of standing behind a man have ended and the days of standing beside them have arrived. We are strong, fearless, and most of all, natural protectors. Therefore, Shani says, we have been created to answer this call to arms. So she wants all of you to come and join them and come with your love of guns fully loaded. Let's welcome Shawnee James to the show. Hey, what's going on, Shawnee? Hello, it's so Hi. good to see you. How are you? Good to see you ladies too. I know the last time we saw you, we were in Dallas, you know? but that doesn't look like Dallas. Where are you right now? Right now, I am in New Orleans. Ooh, what's in <laughs> so New Orleans? I'm here, I'm here for the Jazz Festival. My husband oh, is performing today on the main stage alongside Alina Ritchie. Um, hold on. You just said your husband yeah. is performing on the main stage. Who might your husband yeah. be? The one and only CeeLo Green. I'm, okay. Love that. I do. I love yeah. this too. So we, for those that don't know, we actually finally got to meet you in person. I've, I've known Shawnee for a couple of years. We've been chatting. Uh, once yeah. COVID started, we got connected and we'll get into all that soon, but I was so glad that you finally made it to Dallas. We, Emily and I went to the face forward gala in Dallas where CeeLo was performing. performing. Dallas yes. needs more of that. I yes, mean, we that need was more. an amazing event. It was such a cool event. I loved it. I just need to know, does CeeLo always go into the crowd to perform because that made it so much fun. That was a special moment. You know what? He he doesn't he doesn't always do that. Um, he kind of goes with the crowd. Like if the crowd is giving him that energy, then he wants to be literally embodied into the crowd. So that's a very special thing for him because once he feels like the energy is being reciprocated that he's given, then he just wants to touch people in that way. So that was an amazing um, charity event. You guys did such a great job, Amy. I know that you're on the board for that, and um, it's just such a great cause. So we were so happy to be able to be there and celebrate with everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Well, we appreciate y'all being a part of that because I know y'all have been a part of it in the past as well. So it was so great to finally meet yes, you ma'am. in person yeah, too and get to introduce you to Emily. Oh, right. It was awesome. I loved it. I had a great time. Well, I think it was yeah. uh, it was very obvious that we had to have you come on the show when we were oh, chatting. I think because... that was like one of like, <laughs> I think as soon as we all three met in person, we were just like, this is amazing. This will like, we were clicking and having such a great time and great conversation. We're like, we want to have you on the show. We have to. 
Oh, thank you. Well, it's my pleasure to be here and, and just to talk with you ladies. I just appreciate what you're doing as, as well. I mean, I think that a platform like this is necessary, obviously, for us to all have conversation as women, but it's also imperative for us to have some place to be able to share knowledge, too. Absolutely. Right. And that's really what we wanted to talk about, because obviously, aside from us all having this love of fashions, you we, we came to find out as well that you have a, a passion for something else that we all love as well, which is firearms right. and empowering women um, with it. Yeah. I, I got to know, like, how how did you get into that? Oh, man. Um, you know what? It started like over 10 years ago where when I actually uh, was trained on how to use firearms safely, uh, short guns, as far as handguns and long guns in Las Vegas by a female ex-military. And then from there, I said, you know what? I want to get my certification to be able to train as well. So I did that and I actually didn't use it for pretty much like almost 10 years, like eight years later. Then during quarantine, I started going to uh, the gun range with my husband and with my son. And I started realizing that I was like one of the only, if not the only woman in there. And then when I would see the women in there, I would see like their husbands literally loading their magazines and, you know, telling them what to do. I see the women getting frustrated and walking out and being like, I'll just be at the bar next door. And I was looking, I was like, wow, it's like, it can't be that hard. But then I, I realized something. And I said, it is that hard because if someone's not taking the time to teach you um, and have the patience to, to allow you to understand how to do it on your own, it can be frustrating because I think women are very empower, uh, empowered with just the knowledge and just the innate ability um, just to be able to do anything. We can do anything. We're, we're that powerful. And when I would see these women getting frustrated about loading you know, ammo into magazines, I was like, ladies, we can do this. And then I said, you know what? Maybe I just have to teach mm -hmm. women how to do it and I invited several women and several women turned into 10 oh and gosh, 10 turned into that. 20 and then now I'm 1600 strong as far as membership for and my what is the club. name of your gun club because this is I, I love it it's it's lady killers gun club so it's a play it's a play on words of course but it's also a um, a, a nod to my husband's uh album lady oh Killer. that is knowing that i didn't know that yeah. i didn't know that either yeah, yeah. I, I love that connection yeah. so back back when you. you said that you um met the female instructor in las vegas to start kind of taking a training yeah. class had you had prior firearm experience like had you shot a gun had you been exposed to firearms i let me tell you something. I had not. I had been exposed to them, but I had been exposed to them in a, in a negative way. Um, I had known people just to, you know, use them to intimidate and I had known people to own them, you know, unlawfully. And so I was always, you know, guided to steer away from firearms. You know, I wasn't I wasn't guided toward uh, taking advantage of my Second Amendment right. And, and I, I learned very quickly that there's a whole uh, community of people who actually knew how to use them, you know, rightfully and, and lawfully, and as well as in a way to protect yourself and your family, you know, and your property. And I, I got really involved in that perspective of it. And I dropped my fear. I mean, like my, my first time firing a firearm, I think I had my eyes closed like the whole time. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Right. I think that's, I think yeah. a lot of people, have that. I mean, I didn't have a great like experience either my mm -hmm. first time. And I think that's, I think that's normal, especially yeah. for women who've not, who really don't, have never been exposed to it. Or if they have, they've been exposed to it either in a negative way or just, or just not 
taught in a more structural, just, you know, kind of like learning like the fundamentals of what it really means and and how to actually use this, you know, metal thing in your hands. Yeah. Well, I, I totally resonate when you say you saw the women with their husbands loading the magazines because I did that too. That was me. That was literally me. Every time my husband would go out of town, I would, I would have to ha- ask him like, please load this magazine for me and please rack the slide because I, I just didn't feel comfortable doing it. I didn't know. And when you say knowledge yeah. is power, that is so true because all it took was for me to actually sit down and learn about it and get comfortable with it to start feeling Absolutely. empowered in my life. And so I'm so glad that you're doing this. Is Are you talking 1600 members nationwide or in one specific area? No, I'm talking nationwide. So I, I started in Atlanta, uh, outside of Atlanta, in an area called Peachtree City. And I was very uh, well supported by uh, a, a gun range uh, there called On Target. So give them a shout out. If anybody's ever in the Peachtree City area of Atlanta, go visit On Target. They're amazing. They're a family-oriented uh, and built um, gun range. And um from there, I just started getting women, you know, I, I started up a website and I started a, a Instagram page and I just had women reaching out to me. And then if I face to face spoke to them about my gun uh, gun club, they were inviting me to wherever they were and wanted me to come do mm. uh, group lessons. So I've traveled, I've traveled uh, to several different states and just through my online presence is where I've gotten um, affiliate members as well as actual like one year annual and semi annual mm. members. So I go around, I've been to California. I've been to Las Vegas. I've been to Chicago. I've been to New Jersey. I've been to Miami, um, Nashville, and I'm hopefully coming to Woo-hoo! Dallas as yeah. well. Can't wait so for that. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. So just, you know, just visiting different places and, and being more hands-on with my training with the women who I call, you know, a part of, uh, who I consider to be part of my gun club is very important to me. You know, it's not just about getting people to click on a button and pay for membership. It's really about knowing the people, them knowing me and me knowing that they can safely, um, you know, use a firearm and safely house a firearm in their home for themselves and for yeah, their families. So I got to know, you're obviously in, you and your husband, you're in an industry that is notorious for, I guess the perception is very anti-firearm yeah. and, you know, the, the, that scene, do you get pushback from what you do because you're very outspoken about what you do. Do you get pushback or are you actually starting to see more opportunities open up to where you can have this candid conversation with more people within the industry? I actually see a lot of conversation coming my way that's all positive. I haven't had not one negative conversation, especially with people knowing like what I do from a fashion standpoint and then people knowing, you know, who my life partner is. They they actually are are very impressed with with me for doing it. And they're very uh, impressed with me for taking a stance and being so Mm -hmm. hands on with it. Not just saying that I'm part of a club, but I actually have developed a club for women for like that look like me don't look like me it doesn't matter like I just want to be like each, it's literally like a each one teach one and I think if people meet me they know that about me from a fashion standpoint but now they also know that about me from a firearm standpoint whatever knowledge I have I'm willing to share it and I just want to make sure that everyone's that safe. message though is what's changing the mm-hmm. conversation it's people actually starting to have the conversation around safe responsible proficient shooters 
And that is changing the narrative yes. a lot because I know we we have a lot of conversations with these people that so many think are very anti, right. they're anti-gun. They're anti-gun right. from the standpoint of bad people using the tools, right? But when they start to see people are like, no, 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 no. Those of us in this community that want to empower people, we actually talk about the safety and the responsibility side of it. And I think that's a whole different, that sheds a whole different light for people that really don't want to have anything to do with well, it. Because I think a lot of that too, for, for a lot of the people who are anti or who come from that mentality, unfortunately, they are getting most of that rhetoric and that that information and news is coming from the media of why guns are so bad. And the, the media and the news is never talking about or you know profiling somebody who has you know, a safe, responsible gun owner, somebody like Shawnee who is trying to help and empower women, they're, they're not giving that information out because, you know, that doesn't help them with what they want to do. And I think like that anti-gun narrative can only be changed by having more of us out there willing to talk about it, willing to say, hey, you know, I do care about my safety. And one of the things yeah. that I do for that is I've learned to shoot a gun so I can defend myself for for, for whatever reason. I think in general, just being able, right. just even knowing how to to shoot a gun, whether you choose to use it for defense or you're even going to take it on as a hobby, I think is something that everyone should know because it's it's that education piece that once you've you, once you've learned about it, once you've shot it, it kind of takes that fear away because you're like, okay, I have I have a better understanding of this tool. Well, and that's why we're so glad you came on the show because honestly. I think it's just also normalizing it. Yes. Normalizing the conversation, bringing on very normal people we, like yourself. We have to. Yeah, we have to. I, I just feel like, you know, we've, we've been, as women, we've been, you know, put in social circles to talk about a lot of different things. We talk about our families. We talk about, you know, we talk about religion. We talk about fashion. We talk about our, what our favorite yeah. wines are. And I, I think that we do have to broaden our conversations to things that um, that have been almost taboo mm -hmm. for women to speak about. And I think we, you know, by us doing that, we actually align ourselves better with our husbands and our sons and, and, and the men who are in our families. Because, for instance, I can have a conversation with my 21-year-old son now about firearms mm -hmm. extensively. You know, and it's not just, you know, we're sitting there talking about like the glorification of it all. We're sitting, we're talking and we're talking about the education. We're talking about the new, the new firearms that are coming out. We're talking about gun laws that are changing every day. We're talking about, you know, what, what, um, what privilege it is for us in this country to be able to have the right to own a firearm, you know? So we're discussing all those things. And, and I have been left out of those conversations for years. My son and my husband have been speaking to each other about it. And I, I was like, oh, well, you know, that's just guy talk. And no, it's 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 all mm -hmm. people talk. This is a conversation for all of us, all of us who, who want to exercise our right. It's a conversation for us all to be. Well, that's what together. I love. There was a quote that you um, sent us that said the days of standing behind a man have ended and the days of standing beside them has arrived. We are strong, fearless and most of all natural protectors. Therefore, we have been created to answer this call to arms. That's mm -hmm. that is so badass. I know. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That 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 quote, honestly, it, it it tears me up a little bit because I remember writing that and I was like, why am I doing this? And um, it just it it made me realize that I was sorry, it's going to make me emotional, <laughs> but um, it made me realize that I was tapping into another purpose. And 
for me, like my life is nothing without purpose or legacy. No, sorry. Yeah, I take I take it very, very, very serious. Like because like I said, I know as women, we have the ability to do anything. If we can push babies out, we can do anything. <laughs> so, sorry. Yes. No, you're I'm I'm a I'm a very like cry type person, so you have to No, 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 I love it. Yeah. And Yeah, they're good they're good tears, they're good tears, but it's just, you know, I, I realize something every time I do gun lessons with women and that's why I like to travel and do it in person because as I said, I, I don't know if I said this to you, Amy, when I met you, but like after I do my gun lessons, I actually seal it with a prayer because I know the information that I've empowered these women with. And I just pray that they use oh, it for good, you I know, and and for me. And I also pray that they use it to pass it on to someone else to empower someone else. Wow. So. I, I love that little ending it with a prayer. That me too. is I don't, yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard of that's, that. That's, yeah. that's mm-hmm. important. I've never heard of that or, or, or seen I have that. to. I have to because once, yeah, once I give you that knowledge, it's for you to do the – I pray that you do the mm-hmm. good with it, you know, and that you also share it with someone else so that they can do more good because, you know, we're we're so awesome as women, and, and I support each and every one of us through what I what I have to share and offer. You know, through every every vertical of my profession. Yeah, life. I mean, I'm I'm so glad that you are doing that because there's a lot of statistics that we hear, to me, that make it sound like women just aren't capable of learning mm-hmm. firearms. You know, that mm-hmm. whole old adage of, yeah. well, you know, don't carry a firearm because someone's going to take it away from right. you and use it against you. Or yeah. women are more likely to die yeah. in a home where there's a firearm than not. And it's like, well, okay, I understand where they're coming from, but at the same time you're not empowering women to then go and learn about the firearm Mm -hmm. that is in their home or learn about how to keep the firearm on their body, keep it retained safely, keep them how or teach them how to use it. And so it's those kind of things that I think get stuck in a lot of women's head that they don't actually understand. No, I do possess the power and the ability within myself to go and learn this. I am just as strong and capable as any man is to learn about firearms. And so we need more women like you, Shawnee. So thank you. Absolutely for what you're oh, doing. I just love you. it. I mean, I love the I love the message behind thank it. I you. think more and more women like I could listen to you talk about that and I would have loved it would have been amazing <laughs> to when I had started to have met an instructor like like Shawnee that approached it from that real like focused empowerment, driving confidence, you know, mentality. Because I think that it completely changes how you go into, you know, deciding to shoot or, or whatever you're going to do mm-hmm. with, I mean, just in like, not just in general, like shooting, just in life, like having that extra confidence changes like everything about, you know, you. And I just, I, I just love that. I'm curious, Shawnee. So you said that you were, you had taken what, eight to 10 years off from the, that, that first time that you had met with an instructor. And then it was only a couple years ago that you started to get back in. I know, I think that's, that is a story for a lot of women, kind of either their husbands got a gun or they've maybe shot a gun and then they just kind of leave it alone for a while. What brought you back into wanting to, um, you know, dive back into firearms? I, I never, I never stopped. I just didn't activate, um, my, my, uh, certificate to, to train. Um, but I would always go to the gun range and I was an advocate of, you know, going to gun shows and purchasing new firearms and such. But 
it it really was you know getting into uh 2020 like it just became very mm-hmm. heavy you know um emotionally for me my dad passed away mm-hmm. and and i needed an outlet that was one part of it so the gun range served as a as almost like a, a grief counselor for me like i could put my earphone my earphones on and just go out and just take out the frustration that i was having of the fact that i lost my dad and then the other side of it was just seeing all these headlines coming you know on the news just about things that were going on and and how you know people were fighting over toilet paper at the store and i mean it just it it really bothered me and i said you know i need to make sure that i have more women around me who especially my my single moms you know who can protect themselves and protect their houses and protect their children and i had a lot of friends who owned firearms and literally had never even cut the tag off like they, they literally had never even taken it out of the box, cut the tag and shot it one time. So I was like, hey, get that gun. Let's go to the gun range. You know, let me teach you properly. And it just like I said, it started off at six women, 10 women, 15 and just it took off from there. So um, I, I was grateful for 2020 coming because it really did wake me up. But it also allowed me to ring a bell for a lot of other women to alert them to the fact that they needed to activate um, themselves as far as if they owned a firearm, if they didn't own a firearm. and get one. So what's next for the Lady Killers Gun Club and where do you see this going? <laughs> oh, man, I have, I have so, so many big. Well, tell ambitions. us. <laughs> um, no, you know what? Honestly, the next big thing is just to continue to uh, do my gun instructions um, as well as to build my team of, of women behind me um, and beside me who can who can uh, support the cause as well. Um, but, but my next major thing is to open up a, a female gun range, an all-female gun club as far as a range where women can go and it can have a facilities uh, for, for if they want to do shooting with their children. Um, it'll have an area for... Um, you know, counseling as far as, you know, if someone has had trauma um, with the firearm being used in a negative way, it'll have support groups for women who want to, you know, come in and, and, and learn from the beginning all the way to advance. Um, so that's my next big thing that I'm doing. I'm just looking for a facility now to be able to well, open that it's up. It's so crazy that you just said that. We just had a guest on our show couple weeks ago or last week that um she she is a firearm instructor and she has a specific method that she trains women who have had traumatic experiences with firearms so she actually is i believe in the in the process of developing a curriculum specifically for that so we have to connect you guys because we we saw that there's such a need for that so many women that is a big barrier of entry into getting into firearms is just having a negative traumatic experience Mm -hmm. with it and so to know that you have an instructor that understands that and will i guess uh, change their techniques accordingly it could be huge right. for this for this industry. So I, I it is, well, it is it is huge. I actually just um, spoke last month at UNC uh, Chapel Hill, so oh, wow. University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, and thank you to them for having me come. Uh, several of several of the professors found out about me, and they wanted me to come and speak about not just building a business, but also building a business that was so impactful for women and 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 for families um, as far as exercising Second Amendment rights. So I went and spoke with them for an hour, and it was amazing. I mean, the, the kids, they asked me some great questions. Um, I was able to, to exercise my ability of, of, I guess, you know, sharing my knowledge, like speaking to a class 
stuff in a, in a lecturing type way. And it did open me up to, you know, considering maybe to do like some, some curriculum or even just having maybe like a written format of like my technique and sharing some of the stories of some of the members that mm-hmm. I have. Well, as part of Lady Killers Gun Club, are you, do you have uh, instructors that also teach as part of the Lady Killers Gun Club at different, in different states? Or are you like solely going yes. around yes, I do. doing all of the training? I, I typically, typically I solely, not solely, but I go uh-huh. with two other women uh, who are, uh, who are trained as well. Um, but if I can't make it, then I'll send one of them or either what I'll do is I'll have an affiliate uh, trainer in whatever state mm-hmm. that I can't make it to for some reason. So, but typically I'm, I'm on a plane and I'm going, I'm going awesome. personally because I really, I think that it's important for it to be uh, a grassroots situation for me that people get to meet me personally and get to know my technique and get to know like the energy and the support that they're getting. And from you get me a personal personally. prayer from yeah. Shawnee at the end of it. So I that's do. worth it right there. I I that's do. amazing. I do. I feel it. I I seal it with a prayer and I, you know, and I, I touch base with people all the time. I tell people that my phone is available 24 seven, which it is, you know, if you have a question or if something's going on, or if you end up having to use your firearm, I'm here for you, you know, mm-hmm. because well, it's not just, like I said, it's not just about becoming a member of a club. It's about becoming part of a community. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. We're 100% behind that. Well, let's talk a little bit about your, your background and with your fashion line, because mm-hmm. even though while you were growing this amazing gun club, you have not lost your love of fashion and, and your passion for fashion. But maybe yes. talk a little bit about how that the purpose in what you're doing with your fashion brand is potentially shifting just a little bit. It is. It is. Um, I you know, I have an extensive background as being a, a stylist for entertainers and um, a more so niche too to bring vintage back around as far as using vintage clothing um, on my clients. Um, but I'm realizing now that I do have a, a, a passion for fashion, of course, but I have more so a passion for, you know, developing something that could be, you know, um, fashionable, but also for firearms as far as like holding firearms. So something, you know, pretty much like your company, Amy, um, and, you know, you and I, we've talked about collaborating and that's going to happen. It's going to happen. I I have so many women who are, let's say real estate agents or, you know, massage therapists or nurses, and they need something that, that they can hold their firearms in where they feel like they're carrying it safely or carrying it in a proper way concealed. So I'm, you know, in the process now of developing some items where my women can still have on their blazers or they can still carry a nice bag or they can, you know, wear their workout pants or have a skirt, you know, where they can do something uh, that that is not so um, what I call not so masculine, you know, looking as far as what they want to carry. I think it's very important for women to also feel sexy when they carry you know, yep. and to feel and to feel professional when you carry whatever it might be that, that you have to dress up in doesn't mean that you can't carry your firearm with that. So that's what we're developing in, in the next, I'm pretty much sure, six months or so. So we'll be doing that. I think that's so needed in this industry and especially coming from not only being designed by a woman, but a woman with a fashion background who can then yes. bring that experience and bring the needs to market. Because I think mm-hmm. yeah, we there's have not for so long. Right. Alexo is, is, is at the top of the game for me. Right. Like I, that way you guys are doing is already killing it. You know, I just bring to the table, like my knowledge of like, 
what the women look like, you know, what the women do who are part of my club, what the women, you know, prefer to wear, you know, and I, and I've, I've seen a few areas there that, um, that they don't have anything, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I feel like we can create something really special together. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's the beauty of what's happening right now within this industry. Cause we talk about this all the time. We, we feel like we were at, we were so blessed to be in right at the right time mm-hmm. because we also realized there was nothing for women. I no. mean, the stuff that was being designed was being designed by men mm-hmm. or by being men. designed for companies that were run by men. And now there's so many women business owners that are stepping yeah. in, filling the gap. They're stepping up and saying like, we can do this too. Right. We don't have to just sit back and wait for these big name companies. We we're seeing great small businesses pop up that are filling this void that we've had for so long. And it's just so incredible to see it. So we need, we need more women right. doing this. Because I also think it's bringing it into more of a mainstream conversation now, Mm -hmm. which is really all I wanted to see happen from the very beginning. When, when I started Alexa, I'm like, I just want this conversation to get pushed into the forefront. I want our narrative to, to move and to change what we, what we're hearing about firearms and women that you, you talked about just how powerful women are. Like, this is the power of women. We're Mm -hmm. actually changing the conversation and the view around firearm ownership. And I just think that is amazing. So bringing innovative products to market. Just us talking about this right now and you developing a podcast about it is a change, you know, of the narrative of what was like, I mean, this is what, this is what change looks like when it's already Mm -hmm. happened, you know? Um, I, I couldn't be here talking to you about something that I didn't know or something that I wasn't passionate about. And you all wouldn't develop a podcast to, to cover stories about people like myself if, in fact, there wasn't something that could be shared, you know. And I, like I said, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, well, we, we're we definitely grateful as well to you and, and to all, really all the guests that we've been able to that have right. shown enthusiasm for wanting to come and talk on a show oh, like wow. this, <laughs> you yeah. know, because for so many of us, we might have only been the only woman in right. our for friends so, group for life. so long, right? Yes, for so long that that thought this way or talked about these things. And, you know, as like what Emily did with Style Me Tactical and growing that community, it, it's it's just we're seeing, oh, we, we don't feel so alone right. anymore. And I think that's 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 what it is. It's right. It's community. Everyone's talking about it. So, you know, years ago when you thought you were the only one in your friend group now, because everyone's having this conversation about firearms or they may not be as afraid to talk about it. All of a sudden you may have seen someone's post on social media or you heard heard something they said and you're like, wait a minute, you shoot too or, or you carry? And then it you realize like, wait, they're actually a lot more women out there who are interested in this, but a lot of them don't either, you know, they don't really talk about it because again, in their friend group, they they might be the only one. I'm, I'm, I, I always say, and I have a little saying, I say it's a secret society that's now becoming public. So yeah, you know, that's a more, secret. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wear my hoodie, you know, a lot, just like around town, just like going to go run errands and stuff. Like I'm here in new Orleans. I was running yesterday and someone stopped me. They were like, Lady Killers Gun Club, what is that? And like, you know, and then I said what it was. And, and the gentleman, he was like, I want to get your card for my wife. You know, like she needs that. You know, she needs a community of women like that. So I think that it becomes, um, I don't know, like more apparent that like you're not, like you said, Emily, you're not the only one in your group and you're not the only one in the world who wants to talk about firearms, who owns firearms or who cares about people, you know, owning them safely. 
you know, because that's mm-hmm. really what it's about for me. It's just ha- not having a conversation. Like I said, it's not to, to glorify it. Like, oh, yeah, I have this gun and I shoot this. And, you know, it's not about that. It's more so about saying like, hey, you know, I own this firearm. This is the one I choose because this is the one I felt most safe with. Mm-hmm. This is the one I carry. This is the one I have at home, you know, whatever the case may be. So it's, you know, sharing those, those, those little jewels with people, like people always ask me, what are your top three guns that you love, you know, and things mm-hmm. like that. It's just conversation that'll happen. Well, I think the power too of having women on the forefront of this is that we bring this very maternal aspect to mm-hmm. the conversation around firearms. And I think that's probably pretty terrifying to, to anti-gun yeah. people. It's like, oh, we actually have very feminine maternal people talking about this and that's where i think the change is is absolutely happening so the more and more women that can step up and start talking about it within their circles that's that's how we usher in this this movement to continue and to expand it so um i I did want to talk real quickly about concealed carry options for you what's your everyday carry everyday carry if i'm in the range i usually carry a smith and wesson probably mp9 and if i'm carrying concealed like on the street um a six sager uh p365 so or what do you I, like about I, that or, gun i love that gun because it's smooth recoil is easy um easy to rack for me personally and it's like really compact um another one is a glock 43 but that one's kind of hard to to rack Um, and I don't feel as safe with it because it doesn't have a safety. So, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, my SIG is, that's the one I go to. It's so crazy. I've actually moved away from my Glock. Same. Mm -hmm. Once I got the 365, I feel like the 43 for me was like really snappy. It was, was, but it was the first of the party for like a single stack, nine millimeter subcompact concealed firearm. Like they, they were the first ones in. So I feel like everyone no, you're right everyone the, owns everyone a pair went, right <laughs> a pair yeah. i'm yeah. thinking shoes <laughs> everyone owns one and yeah. yet i've i've moved away from i think everyone 43 that i know now is in the p365 mm-hmm. like realm yeah. of carry gun yeah. yep that and I, the, I, have, I think it's I that in the hellcat mm-hmm. i was just yeah in the hellcat as well i, I probably own six of them like because i just they come out different colors i like the different colors or if it has like a beam or not no beam like it's just different things like i said i go to yeah. gun shows all the time and try and support you know um the vendors there but like my my thing now is funny like it's the inside joke people go for her birthday and christmas she gets guns so yeah <laughs> i used to get diamonds now i get guns so. now you all get right. guns will we see you at the nra convention do you will you make an appearance um, there I don't know if I'm going to make it or not just because of my schedule, but um, if, if, if at all possible, I will be there. I'm a member of NRA, so um, I'll definitely try to make it. Well, we would absolutely right. love to see you. I myself have not decided yet if I'm going to be there. I know Emily will yeah, be I'm there at NRA. Okay. So if any of our listeners will be at NRA, I'm sure they would love to stop by. You'll be, be making there. a booth appearance. I will be doing a booth appearance with Brownells, awesome. me and uh, Crystal Dunn. So that'll be a fun. Okay. I don't know the details yet on time, but yeah, it'll be that way. Let me know if, if I'm there. I'll definitely come by. And come yeah, for sure. That would be awesome. Awesome. Well, stay tuned, everyone, because we've got some great things uh, that we want to work on with Shawnee as well. Some some things that we can bring to this community. So definitely stay tuned for that. Shawnee, tell everybody where they can find you on social media and your website or any other uh, relevant places that they can find you. Everything is Lady Killers Gun Club. That's it. 
ladykillergunclub.com, ladykillersgunclub on IG. Um, and and you could probably catch me anywhere walking around your neighborhood because that's just how I am. <laughs> look for the lady. Look, look, look for the lady. Making the neighborhood a little bit safer. Exactly. I'm a one-woman neighborhood watch. I love it. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, Shani, thank you so much thank for joining so much. us. And thank you all for thank tuning into this week's all. episode. Thank you. I appreciate you both. Thank you. Thanks, Shawnee. Not Your Average Gun Girl Show and its related companies, Alexa Athletica LLC and Stami Tactical LLC, shares information that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. A reminder that laws vary for each state, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand applicable laws. Any items, services, products, and advice mentioned during the Not Your Average Gun Girl Show should be used at your own discretion in accordance with your local and state laws, and you should follow applicable manufacturer's instructions. Not Your Average Gun Girls, Alexa Athletica LLC, and Stami Tactical LLC cannot be held liable for your actions based on the information shared.